Don't judge me or you will be judged if you have been a Christian for any amount of time and have tried to preach to an unbeliever, you must have heard these words, you judging me, don't judge me or you will be judged. This is the most famous passage of, of the Bible that everyone knows, Christians and non-Christians alike, don't judge me or you will be judged. I want to look at this statement from a biblical point of view. What did the Bible mean and specifically what did Jesus mean when he commanded us not to judge or we will be judged. Let's get through to it but before that my name is Tsepo Mafata and this is the crossroad. The crossroad is part of God's Word Undiluted Ministries. I'm your host and let's get into this question today because I really want to spend time trying to show from the biblical point of view what Jesus actually meant when he said, judge not. And for this, we will be using Matthew 7 from verse 1 to 5, as you can see on your screen. Let's read. And I'm reading from the ESV. For those that are interested in the type of translation that I'm using, I'm using the English Standard Version. From uh, Matthew chapter 7 from verse 1 to 5, it reads as follows. Judge not that you be not judged, for with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye where there is a log in when there is a log in your own eye you hypocrite first take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye now this this statement that Jesus made here in verses 1 to 5 is part of the sermon that he gave at, 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 well, generally known as Sermon at the Mount. He starts from chapter 5, and he, he started preaching there and so on, and he got to a point where he was talking about judgment, and, and, and specifically hypocritical judgment, as we will see. Now, um, some of you might see uh, these these red and, 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 and black things here on the screen. Those are actually... Uh, my notes, um, I'm using Olive Tree Bible Study and it allows you to make notes um, uh, in verse, on verses and, and so on. So those are my notes that I have made to, to, to remind myself of how I understand uh, um, 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 this passage. Okay, Lana, let's get to it now. Judge not that you will not be judged. Now, this word judge has been used a couple of times in this verse. You will see it has been used here one, two, three, um, and, and, and you will see that this is really the main crux of this matter. Jesus is saying, judge not. And to judge means to pass judgment upon and thereby seek to influence the life and action of other people. You know, it, it, it is the same kind of, 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 of thing that you would find in a court where a judge 
evaluates what is before him and he makes a judgment call to say whether the person is guilty or not. This is very similar to that. And Jesus is saying, do not judge that you be not judged. So, if we read only that statement, judge not that you not be judged, and we stop there, then you will see that you would agree with the people that say, we as Christians are not allowed to judge at all. Because this is exactly what people quote. Judge not, just, just the first verse, chapter 7, verse 1. Judge not that you not be judged. Do not pass, do not criticize what you see in my life, or you will be in ten criticized, which is what that, that word judge there means. It is to criticize not, don't evaluate my life, find wrong things, and then tell me that they are wrong. Because if you do that, someone will also do the same to you. And the, 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 the context here is that someone is God. That's how it's always understood, even among non-Christians, that the person who will judge you, if you judge others, the person who will also criticize you, as you criticize others, is, is God. So, this verse on its own, without any other verse, simply means don't criticize me, don't evaluate my life, don't play judge on me, don't evaluate my life and, and, and criticize the things that you see which according to you are wrong because you also will have the same kind of treatment where you will have your own life also evaluated and you will also be criticized. So judge not that you be not judged. Don't pass judgment or judgment will be passed upon you. But obviously, we are not only going to look at this verse, we are going to look at the whole context so that we can actually see what Jesus is trying to, is, 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 was saying to, and how the people then that were listening to him understood him. Now, if you look at verse 2, there's a for there. For is the same word as because. So if you look at this verse 2 and, and, and you link it to verse 1, Jesus is giving a reason for verse 1. He's saying, judge not that you not be judged for or because with the judgment that you pronounce, you will be judged. That is the first reason. And he's giving two reasons here, Jesus Christ. In fact, three. If, if, you, if you count from verse 3 to verse 5, but from verse 3 to verse 4. But he's saying the first reason why you are not to judge because you will be judged is because with the same judgment that you pronounce, you will be judged. That's the very same thing. So if you, as a Christian, sit there and tell others, you are wrong, you are wrong, this is what I see in your life, and you are wrong, and this is what I see in your life, and you are wrong, the same judgment that you are pronouncing on others, if the same things are found on you, you will be judged. And the second reason, look at this end here, makes it even more clearer. And with the measure or the standard you use, it will be measured to you. So in other words, 
Judge not that you may not be judged for or because the same judgment, the same criteria, the same standard that you used to measure, to evaluate other people's lives, other people's mistakes against, that same standard will be used to judge you and as a result, you will also be judged. The same standard, the same judgment, the same mistakes, the same faulty things that according to you and by your standard you have seen in other people's lives and have declared them to be incorrect, to be wrong, to be sinful, the same standard, the same judgment that you have passed will also in turn, if found the same things that you are now criticizing in your own life, you will not be spared, you will also be judged. And we find the same thing mentioned in Romans 2.1. I think let us just go into Romans 2.1 quickly so you can see how Paul understood this judgment. He says here in chapter 2, Therefore you have no excuse, O men, every one of you who judges. Why do they not have an excuse? Because, yes, for again, because in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself. Why? Because you, the judge, practice the very same things. So when you say to someone else, this is what I see in your life, and I think it is wrong, it is sinful, and you need to stop. If you say that to that person and you, on the other hand, are doing exactly the same thing, then you are also passing the same judgment on yourself. Because if you say that that is wrong, whereas you are doing it yourself, then you will also be judged by the same standard that you put on others. If you know it's wrong, don't do it yourself. Already there, we can see that Jesus is not saying, don't judge, period. He's not saying that. He's saying, don't judge. Because if you do judge, the same thing that you are judging now and saying that it is wrong, if found in your own life, you as well will be judged. That same standard that you are using to judge others, it will fall upon you as well. And let's look at verse 3. Now, where Jesus uses a metaphor of a log and a speck to show exactly what he meant by verses 1 and 2. He says, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye? Now, a speck is a small, it's a splinter. It's a, it's, it's a small, it's a small little bit of, you know, when you, when you cut wood, uh, some of you that, that, that cut wood, you will see this little thin wood that falls out. That's how I understand this, 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 uh, um, um, aspect to be. It's, it's a very thin, thin wood that, that, that breaks off 
when 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 you cut wood and he says why do you see that thin wood that splinter that is in your brother's eye that small little wood that is in your brother's eye but do not notice the log now the log is the big wood it's, it's like the whole thing that is in your own eye you you fail to see why do you see the speck in someone else's eye why do you see someone else doing something wrong whereas in your own life that very same thing is magnified it's so big why do you go around telling other people you are wrong if you are doing even worse or in verse 4 how can you say to your brother let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye, why do you want to sort out things that are wrong in other people's lives while you yourself are doing even bigger? This is what Jesus is saying here. You walk around as a, as a Christian and you walk around and you look at specs, little things that people are doing in their lives that according to your standard are wrong. But when you stand in front of the mirror, you will realize that those very things that you are criticizing and passing judgment on other people's life are even bigger in your own life. Are even bigger in your life. Now you go around trying to sort out the little things that other people are doing that they are wrong, trying to remove the specks out of their own eye when you have a log in your own eye. And then in verse 5, he says, you hypocrite. Of course you are hypocrite. Because you are now pretending as if there's nothing wrong in your life. You are telling other people that what they are doing is wrong, but you are doing the very same thing and even worse. Jesus says, you hypocrite in verse 5. First take the log out of your own eye. And then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your own brother's eye. How can you even see their mistakes if you've got a log in your own eye? First concentrate on removing the log in your own eye. First concentrate on, on, on working on your sinful life. Make sure that you yourself, are, it's, 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 you, you don't have the same sin in your life that you are criticizing on others. If you tell others to stop adultery, you should yourself stop it. If you tell others not to be drunkard, you should yourself stop it. How do you tell others don't, but you on the other side are doing it? This is the reason why Jesus says, don't judge. Jesus is not saying, don't judge and, and, and you will be judged, period. And he ends there. He actually explains this this chapter um it, 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 it's from verse 1 to verse 5 in fact jesus continues verse 6 verse 7 and so on he doesn't just stop at verse 1 the bible does not only contain matthew's chapter 7 verse 1 it contains also matthew's chapter 7 verse 2 verse 3 verse 4 verse 5 that give an explanation of verse 1 judge not that you not be judged Jesus is simply commanding us not to be hypocrites when it comes to judging. We should not be hypocrites when it comes to 
to judging. We should judge fairly after having judged our own lives and having realized that the very thing that we are judging others to do, we have it under control. If you know that you have not that under control, do not judge others. Work first on yourself and then when you are done with yourself and you believe that you've got that sin under control, then you can say to others, please, that that you are doing is wrong and stop it. So start first with yourself. So Jesus is actually criticizing hypocritical judging and I'm telling you now, Please stop using this verse out of context. This verse does not stop Christians from judging other Christians. It doesn't. In fact, Paul says that we as Christians are allowed to judge one another. He says we are allowed to judge one another. We are just not allowed to judge hypocritically. Because if we are not to judge one another, how on earth are we ever going to be able to rebuke, reprove, and exhort? If you reprove someone, if you rebuke someone, that means you have seen in someone's life things that according to you are not in line with the gospel and therefore you are making a judgment. But before you make the judgment, to a Christian or to a non-Christian, look at yourself first. That's what Jesus is saying. Look at your fails. Clean yourself up first. And once you have made yourself clean, as far as is humanly possible, and are attempting to stay in that way by God's Holy Spirit, then and only then can you rebuke, reprove, and exhort others. Do not tell others do not judge others if by the, the, the very same thing that you are judging them for is a log in your own eyes. It's even worse in your own eye. So Jesus is simply saying, whether you're judging a Christian, whether you're judging a non-Christian, ensure that the very same thing that you are criticizing is under control in your life. Judge not that you be not judged. Because if you judge hypocritically, remember, God will not spare you. He will also judge you. Because you have condemned even yourself by saying it's wrong. You are showing that you know it's wrong. But you want others to stop, but you don't want to stop. Others must stop, not you. So judge not that you not be judged. It simply means, and by Jesus' own explanation in verses 2 to 5, it simply means do not judge hypocritically. Do not say to others you are wrong and criticize their sinful behaviors if the very same sinful behaviors are also found in your own life. I hope this is clear because i hear this statement all the time judge not lest you be judged now we know we can judge however let us make sure first that that sin is under control in our own life before we tell others to stop
I hope this has clarified this verse. I hope it has made it uh, uh, um, uh, clearer because it is something that you as a Christian, young and old, and mature or immature in Christianity, you will face this question. You will be told you are judgmental and the Bible says you should not judge. Now you can answer back and say, no, the Bible doesn't say I, could, I must not judge. The Bible simply says I must not be a hypocrite when I judge. I must first clean the very same sin that I'm pronouncing judgment on in my own life before I pronounce it on others. I hope I have cleared this matter. I hope that it will be clear to everyone else now. This is the Crossroads. This is Tepo Mafata, your host on this program on the Crossroad. We've got lots of videos on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and check those videos. We've got the blog. You can check us on the blog. We've got also Facebook. You can check us on, on Facebook and on Twitter. And if you want to talk to us or to uh, ask anything, you can write us an email at wordofgodundiluted at gmail.com. Wordofgodundiluted at gmail.com. Be blessed. Glorify God. Amen.